Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of High Mystery, the, o- <laughs> the only podcast to be submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Oh. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And this is a podcast, if you don't know, Wait. where we smoke weed. Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> you mean I got camera ready for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> An audio podcast. I, I thought this was a radio play. <laughs> Uh, a dramatization, if you will, <laughs> where we smoke weed and we discuss mysteries. Um, I like those. <laughs> is this technically a bat, the improv form? <laughs> if you know that, it's a real deep improv cut. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's an improv where all the lights are turned out. Yep. It's an improv. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can go through that much improv training and call something an improv. Uh. Only several years of training. Yeah, only several. Only, several. only a couple thousand dollars in classes. Uh. So today I packed a blunt. Um, it is filled with Rolex. Nice. Uh, copyright trademark. <laughs> and, um, they're also sponsoring this episode uh, they've just got money so they threw some at us <laughs> and it is in a honey pot swirl high hemp wrap i do like those honey pots the uh the honey is very distinct in that in that wrap yeah i mean i bought uh i bought a box of each flavor of high hemp wrap and i've been just dwindling each one of them down so for a while there i was smoking exclusively the grape apes oh god i'm so glad the grape apes are over are done. <laughs> Did you, wait, wait. so you bought multiple boxes yes. yes but you wouldn't sample the other flavor until you've demolished well, the box. i mean i've tasted all the yeah. flavors at this point but I was just, <laughs> when you first got them we tried them yeah all. but okay. but after that it just became like whittling them down yeah i think you even were like i gotta get rid of these great babes first <laughs> it's just strong yeah, they're they're very strong in the grape flavor it's not that i don't like them it just definitely takes uh I don't want to say it takes away; it alters the flavor mm. of the blunt. You can't, you, sorry. you can't have cake every day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Teach their own comedy. <laughs> You've never had cake every day. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> you were eating a big fat slice of wedding cake after dinner every night. You'd get sick of it. I don't care who you are. <laughs> are you guys the same with food? Like, uh, if you have a smorgasbord on a plate, do you save the best for last? To like leave the palate with the best tasting flavor, or do you just do you not have that forethought like I do? <laughs> it totally depends on the plate of food that we're talking about. You know, like Thanksgiving meal or something like that. It's usually a taster. Find out what your favorite is, and then usually like plow through the other crap till you get back to your favorite. <laughs> so yes, I do kind of save like you're talking class. about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be smoking a second blunt. Yeah, I've got one. It's a King Palm wrap, no surprise. I basically have stock over there at this point. And uh, it's filled with wedding cake and I can't remember what the other strain was. It was a sativa. Damn. Wedding cake is a very nice hybrid, though. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, I don't remember what the sativa was in there. Jack Herrera. Sure. <laughs> I'm not a liar. Art <laughs> uh, and... I, uh, I lie all the time. <laughs> Who doesn't lie? If you're not lying to be polite, you're, you're a liar. <laughs> you're lying about that. <laughs> so uh, I brought in a mystery today, and this is the first part in what I think will be a four-part series. Uh-huh. Oh, we got yeah, a new series on our hands. All right, guys, stand by. <laughs> I'm talking to our keyboardist and our bassist. <laughs> guys, we're going to have to write a jingle here in no time. Trust, trust. Um, today, I will be discussing the Oak Island Mystery. Oh, snap. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this mystery is so famous, it won't even return your phone calls. <laughs> I'm just glad you're doing it before they solve the dang thing on this next season. Oh, snap. That sounds like a promise the show has made that it can't possibly keep. No. <laughs> I mean, I know a little bit about the Curse of Oak Island just yes. simply by the fact that you've talked about it a lot. And it's a Netflix show? Or it's a history. History channel. It's a history channel show. Probably right up there alongside, you know... Ancient aliens, or no, it's, it's more of their treasure hunting yeah. shows. So it's um, a little more. It's, it's grounded. It's more grounded <laughs> in reality sure. and the truth. Okay, I have seen every episode of the TV show. I feel like I have too. I don't. I don't know if they're currently on their new season. They're about to. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, tomorrow they're going to do like the twenty-five uh best theories so far of oak island oh, and then their next week i think is the official launch of the new 25? season five well this will be the first part in a 25 part series <laughs> I, guess, God, I dwindled it down to four okay i'll take notes when i watch the thing and i'll, I'll get back to you yes <laughs> i just know that basically there's a mysterious island they're digging up lots of stuff that shouldn't be there yeah this this will be just the history of Oak Island oh, itself. Okay, so this place has a legitimate history. And yeah. Like, okay. There have been people looking for this treasure for quite a long time. Yeah. And um, there, there have been, there has been evidence recovered that there should be something yes. somewhere. Yes. Okay, so break it down. Where the fuck is Oak Island? <laughs> Oak Island is a small island off the coast of Nova Scotia, Canada. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. The island is only 140 acres and is one of about 360 small islands. Stories about uh, buried treasure go back as far as the 18th century, but were first published in the mid-19th century. The first stories were about a dying sailor who worked for Captain Kidd. Captain Kidd? Yes. He's Captain Kidd. <laughs> Stealing all the candies and <laughs> I don't care who stands in my way. We'll kill and rape across the entire land if we need to. <laughs> <laughs> Good old uh, Captain Kidd. Yeah, Captain Kidd. He probably worked against that name his whole life. No, I'm a grown man. I know, yes, I know you hired me on the novelty of having a child, Captain. Right. Little Romeo feels your pain. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I'm no longer Little Romeo. <laughs> I went through puberty, dog. I'm just Romeo now. Uh, Captain Kidd was a Scottish sailor that was tried and executed for piracy in 1701. Oh, wow. According to these early stories, he buried a treasure cache estimated at two million pounds. 
Two million British pounds? British pounds, yeah. Okay, not weight. Weight okay. to go. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, that's two million pounds in 1701 days. So, right. I so it's some exorbitant, yeah. insane amount of money. So he says he buried it on Oak Island? He says he buried a treasure of that. Okay. And then, and the, but the whereabouts are unknown. Is this from like a, a captain's log or something? or? Oh, Tristan. <laughs> we'll get into it. Nice. <clears throat> the origin of how the treasure spot was first discovered varies slightly, but in the late 1790s, Daniel McGinnis discovered a depression on the island under a large oak tree. Ah, oh, the good old McGinnis. Yes. <laughs> Reasons why he was there vary. Some stories claim that he was searching for a spot to farm. Another story says he was on a fishing expedition, but the story told by his descendants is that he and his friends saw lights emanating from Oak Island and discovered the depression in the ground under an oak tree with a rope and pulley system attached to it. Oh, so they're like, it was already there, trust. Yeah. Okay. Just UFO lights, of course. So there's some kind of alien, Or people working at the Yeah, the, oh. that's the idea, is that there are lights just on Oak Island somewhere, and they're like, let's check those lights out. Ah, I see, gotcha. Uh, knowing that the island was a spot frequented by pirates, he decided to unearth the buried treasure. Yar, matey, good to see you. It's been too long. <laughs> Although I guess these are Scottish pirates. I don't even know what that sounds like. Yar, matey, matey. <laughs> it, still, it still sounds exactly the same, doesn't it? Just roll your arteries and it's tomorrow. Uh, next weekend, Tristan and I will be teaching a workshop. <laughs> Talk like a Scottish pirate. I'll spend money on that workshop. <laughs> uh, he and two of his friends began digging and found the soil was soft and easy to dig, <coughs> unlike the soil around the island, which was dense and hard packed. At two feet down, they discovered flagstones. At ten feet down, they discovered an oak platform. They continued to dig and found another platform of oak at 20 feet and another at 30 feet. That's some serious digging for pre-industrial digging, yeah. 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 Uh, there were accounts of markings on the platforms and pick and tool marks on the walls of the pit. Well, yeah, you dig down 25 feet, you want people to know who did it, you know. Elroy was here. <laughs> right, you thought you dug deep? Nah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, like, digging the biggest hole that I've ever dug in my life probably wouldn't even contain me these days. Mm. <laughs> but it, it is interesting that you mention that because digging holes as a child is oddly entertaining and satisfying. I still find it somewhat entertaining. Like when I'm gardening and dig up a, a new hole for a bush or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the simple things in life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the teenagers gave up their dig at 30 feet as they were incapable of digging further and that they believed the treasure to be cursed. Though it was also believed that they found tool or they found fool's treasure that was meant to stop any would-be pillagers from digging any further. So at this point, they had not found the the stone saying that like if you dig any further, it's fucked. No. Okay. <laughs> they, they <didn't>. Spoiler alert! <laughs> it's coming. Uh, so they just dig for a while and then give up. Essentially, yeah. Okay. They stop at thirty feet. They got down 30 feet, and then they were like, ah, that's too far. 
Yeah, I mean, they found they found like little fool's treasure, so they're yeah. like, maybe that's all that there is to dig. We're not sure. This is two guys with shovels. Yeah, and just a rope system. teenagers. Yeah. Teenagers. Uh, in 1801, a man named Gordon Chase attempted to excavate the pit, but was wounded by another treasure hunter named Michael J. Why not? Ah. Oh! Like, Michael J., why not? I'll tell you why not. Don't stab people, Michael J. Right through jealousy, was he like, oh, like, yeah, check out that pit over there, and then, like, kicked him in, like... <laughs> right? And he's, like, he's on the verge of treasure. I'm going to stab him and take it for myself. Oh, that's yeah, he found a little nugget to take oh, that's terrible. It does happen, though. I mean, I guess there was, like, back in the gold rush times or whatever, that mm-hmm. was a lot of the, like, raiders that we know of staying out in the mountains. That's what they did. Yep. Watched for people who went up to the mountains and then waited for them to come down because that meant they found something and they just robbed them. Damn. Uh, between... then, sorry, no. Michael J. Why not? <laughs> I just want to say that name for the rest of my life. <laughs> and who did he stab? What was that guy's name? That guy's name was Gordon Chase. Gordon Chase. I mean, yeah. what a great name for a treasure hunter, you know? Yeah. He's been looking for treasure all this time. <laughs> Cut out his prime. He's on the not. chase. <laughs> we got chase on the chase. <laughs> uh, between 1803 and 1807, a group known as the Onslow Company continued the excavation to a depth <coughs> of about 90 feet. That, that sounds like an evil company if I ever heard one. Right. Well, they're like, whoa, there's treasure. <laughs> sure, we'll invest in that. Wait, cure for cancer? No, but treasure? <laughs> the Onslow Company has had a history of acquiring things and goods and people. <laughs> right. Is this before or after they heard that there could be like the uh, the Ark or whatever, the, the Covenant? <laughs> I mean, nobody, no, nobody, this is 1803. There, nobody has any reason to believe anything's there. Oh, this is all teenagers. Just, right, going off of, we found a hole or a, a divot. We but I, I assume they pulled out those stones, that oak Yeah, the, the flagstones and the, okay. the, uh, the logs of wood. Uh, and the Onslow Company, they either found layers of logs or marks at every 10 feet and discovered layers of charcoal, putty, and coconut fiber which is strange as the nearest coconut trees are nearly 1,500 miles away in Bermuda. And we know pirates be sipping on coconuts. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, don't bring me that in a cup. I be requiring a coconut. (laughs) Recycle, reuse. Come on, guys. It's an all-natural beverage, Homer. Afterwards, you can put a plant inside. (laughs) Be the change you wish to see in the world. <laughs> I love that idea of a pirate. Yeah, right? He's just like a really forward-thinking pirate. <laughs> Yar, you pirates, you need to get consent. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> into your home. This yeah. is how you compost. <laughs> <laughs> We're commandeering this vessel so that we can sink it and build a new coral reef. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Tristan talked about it. At the 90-foot depth, they discovered a large stone inscribed with strange symbols. Some have said that the inscriptions were deciphered and read 40 feet below 2 million buried. Can you 
Imagine being nineteen or nine nine hundred feet underground. Nine, ninety. Ninety feet yeah, underground. Yeah. So every ten oh, feet okay. they're finding a little Yeah, marking still things. whatever. I mean it's not nine hundred, but ninety feet underground. Can you sure. imagine being ninety feet underground in eighteen oh one? That is just a bad recipe for disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You know there's probably like six year olds helping them excavate. Right, we need your tiny nimble yeah. hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says 40 feet below 2 million buried, basically. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, no pictures of the stone were ever taken, and record of the symbols are from secondhand drawings. The stone oh, okay. was used on display in a bookbinding shop to drum up further funding for the dig, but was unsuccessful, and the markings had been removed over an extended period of time by bookbinders using the stone to soften leather. These guys. <laughs> soften. <laughs> soften the leather, and then sort the books and so, come upstairs. That T really stands out when you're high and reading it. <laughs> that's it's not so soft. Okay, so, I mean, that's kind of bizarre. Right? Why would they be using that of all things for leather? It's like, we got this thing to drum up some money for the excavation. Now it's not working. Oh, we might as well use it to soften the leather. (laughs) (laughs) I've been looking everywhere for a leather softener. (laughs) Okay, all right. So the excavation was abandoned when the pit flooded to around 30 feet. So all 60 feet of it was flooded and they abandoned. I feel like you have to mention that it was, like, once they remove this stone that says that there's the treasure down there, it immediately starts flooding. Yeah. I mean, does it really, though? I mean, that's not one. I don't think it's when they, like, let's get this stone out of there, and all of a sudden water just started shooting up. I think they dug a little further, and some say that they hit a... um, what do they call it? A booby trap. Uh, yeah. And that flooded in the tunnel. Listen, these guys don't know. I'll tell you what really happened. They got down there. They stepped on a little symbol. The wall opened up. <laughs> a skeleton form came out and said, You shall not go here. <laughs> then water came from his eyes and mouth. And he filled up the gap. And they had to run out. As things collapsed around them, covered in water, it was a great dramatic moment. I will say they have found <laughs> evidence of flood tunnels. Yeah. So oh, that kind of confirms like more of a booby trap scenario as opposed to like hitting the water table or something I mean, like yeah. that. Why weren't these people like giving their engineering skills to the greater good? <laughs> they got ninety feet underground flood tunnels. Why don't they use that for irrigation in the new world? <laughs> Just sell your irrigation skills. I don't know. It just seems like they could have done a lot better with their time, money, and lives. I mean, I guess that just goes to show you the uh, effectiveness of a captain and a crew who's afraid of their captain or likes their captain for letting them do jacked up shit or whatever. Captain Kidd? Yeah. <laughs> He's supposedly the one who buried it, right? Uh, Did I keep the name straight? Yes. yes okay. Do. It's like, dude, if we don't do what he says, he's going to throw the worst tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know what he's like. I didn't buy him a wooden bear in England one time. Oh, <laughs> killed an entire fleet. <laughs> <laughs> so the dig was abandoned for about half a century. The next 
major excavation attempt was between 1861 and 1864, when a company called the Oak Island Association drilled a side shaft to avoid the original shaft that had been flooded. Shaft adjacent. Shaft adjacent. Kitty quarter to the show. I'm the greatest <laughs> worker of shafts in 1801. <laughs> you need somebody to tickle your shaft. I'm your man. <laughs> uh, during their drilling, uh, the bottom of the original shaft collapsed, leading them to believe that the pit had been booby-trapped. Yeah. Then Could, the Did se- they ever consider that it was 1801 and they were drilling 60 feet underground? <laughs> <laughs> they ever think, oh, maybe we don't really know how to dig tunnels that great. Of course not. <laughs> it's not their fault, Colin. Really, they're the best at their job. Then they're like, uh, I think maybe our drilling equipment failed, and the guy who's like overseeing the drilling equipment was like, booby trap, right? Definitely <laughs> could have been me. I, I'm very hireable. I, I've got a lot of projects coming up. <laughs> uh, then the secondary shaft flooded after they hit a booby trapped flood tunnel. Uh, in an attempt to pump out the tunnel, uh, the pump engine boiler burst, killing one man. Um, so they really think it's cursed now. Yeah. Did they not find a curse, like specifically saying that like a certain amount of people would have to die in order for the treasure to be you found? See, the show purports that nonsense. <laughs> I have not seen that anywhere in my okay, research because okay. I was like, when did they find that? When they never really say that. I think it's just local legend says. I think. Yeah. Do we have tangible physical evidence? Do we have that stone that they say the words were worn off of? Do we have the original, like, oak door at 30 feet and stuff like that? No. We do have the original stone, we think. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. But it was, like I said, rubbed off. off. Yeah, so they're just saying, we're pretty sure this is the stone. What what about the tablets at 30 feet? The the, The stone ones that they first found. Yeah, the flagstones? Yeah. I mean, no. So basically... This stuff is, at this point, as tangible as... I mean, at this point, they might have had all that. I figure they they had the stone, because that was in a bookbinding place. I'm just asking for you and I. For us to see it today, we do not have it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's exactly what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do have evidence in the sense that, you know, like we were saying, they have found the flood tunnels. Uh, They have, like, recovered wood and artifacts from very deep whether or not it's yeah. nurture or original is unknown yeah it's there, hard sure. to say all that there is stuff. activity found on that island from that time period through like pendants and other yes. trinkets found on the island we, and stuff and we do know that the island was frequented by a lot of people pirates and just randos alike okay gotcha but uh, i just wanted to <laughs> clear up that these plates that say dig for 200 yeah. million dig for whatever. And I should They're say that would just have strange markings and symbols, which they claim quote unquote, translated. translated to say that. There's also, in within even the show The Curse of Oak Island, there are altering translations of those original markings. Right. Even amongst, <laughs> like, the type of language it is. Like, yeah. is oh, it okay. this language, or is it more, like, Viking, or is it more... Yeah. So I would also like to point out, we have started blunt number two. Yes. If you're not smoking yet, please smoke alongside us. <laughs> uh, so their excavation was abandoned when their money ran out. Uh, as many excavations have yeah. been abandoned. Yes. 
A money done run down. <laughs> <laughs> it done R U N N O F T. So this is when things uh, get kind of uh, cool. So in hold on, folks. <laughs> put on your sunglasses. This mystery is about to flip a cigarette up into its mouth, <laughs> light its uh, light its lighter off its jeans, <laughs> bash on a jukebox. That's yeah, going. <laughs> so up until this point, we haven't really <coughs> seen anything of value buried in this pit. Uh, just stone and oak, you know, and that's about it. But in 1896... Fast forward 95 years. No, 1896. So this is just 30 years in the future. Oh, okay. But the teenagers who originally oh, died were 1801. 1701. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the timeline in place. I thought Captain Kidd was 1701. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's it. And then 1790s, the kid, yeah. Okay. And then the kids are 1801. Yeah. And then there's more digging by the two explorers who one stabbed the other. Whose yeah. names I can't remember. Chase. And then, and then uh, now Chase we're, and why not? We're why 30 not years that? past that. Yeah, we're 30 Chase. years past the last excavation. <laughs> Chase and why not? I feel like we're starting a Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> why not? Because he chased him. Who's Chase? <laughs> I'm confused. Are you confused? Why not? What? <laughs> it so, writes itself. In 1896, an unknown group arrived to the island with steam pumps and boring equipment. Who are you guys? We're the unknown. <laughs> Don't you worry about the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> boring samples were taken and revealed a tiny piece of sheepskin parchment with two letters written with Indian <coughs> ink on it. That's right, not boring anymore. Now it's exciting. <laughs> yes. With Indian ink? Indian ink. Is that... India ink or... Okay. Like a pigment that you could probably only get in Delhi or something like that. Yeah. I think they still sell India ink. It's like for, uh, I want to say tattoos. You can get an like India henna? ink option. Like henna tattoo kind of thing? No, I'm thinking as a tattoo oh, ink. Okay. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. it I makes, don't know where. It so. makes sense, though. Like, at a certain point in history, dye was super important. Yeah. <clears throat> they were tattooing some sheeps. Sheepskin parchment. <laughs> yeah. Badass sheep, man. <laughs> Watch out for that one. <laughs> so uh, two letters <clears throat> were revealed on this parchment, either V-I or W-I. It's kind of hard to tell. But there was writing on this uh, parchment that they dug out of the ground. Um, a second man died when he fell down the shaft. Oh, so, more curse. Yes. Uh, this is a death toll of three so far, right? Yes. The, the explorer Chase who got stabbed, the guy who got next to the exploding mm -hmm. pump, Yeah. and now this person just falls in? Yeah. Ouch. Got to figure it's not that big of a <coughs> hole, and even if it is, it's very clear. Yeah. And you just fell <laughs> in. <laughs> or maybe some rigging failed or something? Any, any of that possibility. Huh. Okay. Uh... <coughs> Red paint was poured into the flooded shaft and revealed three different exit holes around the island. In 1909, the Old Gold Salvage Group took over excavation. Franklin D. Roosevelt was one of the notable members of this group. 
Of course he was. He That guy loved to explore. Mm -hmm. They were like, sir, we need you to sign some papers. He's like, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Rough riders. <laughs> I'm going to go live with a bison. The Yosemite. <laughs> uh, they continued the dig to a depth of about 113 feet. <laughs> Divers were sent down and boring was conducted in and around the pit, but didn't produce anything worth interest. Now, we're... Are, are we? We have to be a few years further ahead, right? We were in eighteen ninety six, but now that nineteen oh nine, nineteen oh nine, even still, can you imagine being a hundred and thirteen feet underground in a dive suit right? in nineteen oh nine? I would be freaked out doing it today with the modern technology that we have. You're in a giant pit filled with water. Yes. <laughs> And your whole lifeline is probably a, a hose. Right. Some guy twisting a thing up at the top, like, yeah. trying to keep the air going in. <laughs> Twist that good, Francis. He needs to breathe down there. God. Uh, they searched one of the exit points at the pit uh, at Smith's Cove and found remains of a coffer dam and five box drains linked together, covered in coconut fiber, which was believed to be the source of the booby trap flood tunnels. And the coconut fiber was used to filter anything that might clog the flood tunnels, but it ultimately proved that the code <coughs> had been man-made. Whoa. The, say that again? The so the cove had, was man-made. It was, uh, they dug up a depth, put these box drains, and then covered it in dirt, and coated these things in coconut fiber so got that it. nothing can clog got it. Them. Got it, got it, got it. But then dug it down deep enough to that and now it like created like a cove. Yeah. Like a little inlet. They sure have so much coconut fiber laying around. Yeah. They must have been gathering it from the island 1,500 miles away. <laughs> I love the coconuts. Stop with the coconuts. I love the coconuts. We'll <laughs> eat them, I swear. <laughs> they just got a <laughs> ship filled with coconuts. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it at least... Uh, puts a link to that type of art, like building and the shaft building because they were both using cool. similar <coughs> ingredients. Yeah. Uh, so in 1931, we're going 20 or so years into the future, the Roaring Thirties, <laughs> a man Ooh. named William Chapel took over the dig. He began his dig southwest of the original dig. Really at, seems like he should be building a church. Uh, Just saying. <laughs> at 127 feet, he recovered a number of artifacts, including an axe, a fluke anchor, and a pick. But by this point, the pit had been littered with debris from treasure hunters of centuries past. So it was inconclusive <laughs> whether the artifacts were from the Seekers. It's also interesting that he's like, all right, these other guys dug here. I'm going to go down this way. I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that one has already been flooded. I think I think that pit's big enough. I can get in another way. He was always a trailblazer, you know, before this. Right. <laughs> Little did he know he was just digging in the trash from all the other people who had, like, excavated those other holes. <laughs> uh, in 1965, Robert Restall attempted to seal what was thought to be a storm drain in Smith's Cove and dug a shaft 27 <coughs> feet down. 
Restall was overcome by hydrogen sulfide fumes and fell into four feet of water. Oh, uh, he should have brought a canary. Yeah. Mm. Classic nineteen thirty-one mistake. Not having a canary with you. His son <laughs> went down the shaft to save him and two lost consciousness. <laughs> oh man, this, oh, the curse is just grabbing a ball. Three other men went down to save the father and son. A visitor to the site was lowered down with a rope and was only able to save one of the five men. These guys. Was it the son? No. How did uh, they not catch on? It's like, oh, one guy down. Send it up. Uh, they keep passing out. <laughs> keep, keep sending them down. Eventually, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, jeez. It's like, oh, uh, what is that, that grenade in Mon- uh, Monterey? <coughs> uh, the holy hand grenade yeah, of Antioch. Holy, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's essentially that. Five, three, sir. <laughs> a digging crane was brought in and dug a tunnel 100 feet wide and 134 feet deep. A causeway had to be constructed in order to transport the crane to the island and still stands today. But in 1966, their money ran out. And in 1967, Triton Alliance took over the excavation effort. Triton Alliance? Wow. Talk about a powerful sounding company. Mm -hmm. We are the Triton Alliance. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something that's coming to take over the earth. In 1971, Triton Alliance constructed a 235 feet fortified borehole known as 10X. Cameras were lowered into the borehole and and recorded possible tools, chests, human remains, wooden cribbing, and other stuff. Oh, guys, I found some wooden cribbing! (laughs) (laughs) And some dead guys! (laughs) Yeah, but what about the cribbing? (laughs) Uh, The shaft later collapsed and excavation was again abandoned. The shaft was redug to a depth of 181 feet before hitting bedrock. Oh. Divers were sent to the bottom of the pit, uh, but were unable to recover anything of any value. In recent years, Rick and Marty Lagina have bought up 95% of the island and have attempted excavation on the island. <laughs> Those Lagina boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The original location of the money pit is somewhat unknown as the landscape was decimated and bulldozed over after the death of the Restalls in 1965. Uh, Their several-year excavation uh, documented on the History Channel has uncovered a series of old coins (coughs) and buttons dating back to the 17th century. (laughs) Just like an old person. (laughs) Buttons and coins. Definitely a brochure, too. <laughs> this one here's got the face of the president on it. <laughs> uh, they have found the remains of old wooden ships buried within what they believe to be a man-made swamp. A lead cross believed to be a Templar cross dating back to before Columbus. Oh. Well, that makes sense because Nova Scotia is the furthest part of North America, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. if Vikings were going to land somewhere, mm-hmm. it makes sense that Nova Scotia would be the spot. Right. 
And the, it also seems like the kind of place where people don't necessarily inhabit. So if you're like a seafarer, you can just stop there and not have to deal with like a lot of natives or something like that. Yeah. So I imagine early Native Americans were pretty ready to kill strange foreigners. Although, I don't know, they're, they're welcomed <laughs> strange <laughs> foreigners pretty quick. So Yeah, at I that point know. they didn't realize that they were assholes. Well, I mean, no, this is... I mean, this is after 1492, so... Well, you said it would have been... Oh, before, before Columbus. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> Viking, cross, yeah. Viking vestiges. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, or it's it could the tip be, of North America. It could so. be taken uh, along with people, you know, after Columbus. They had this in their family before Columbus. Mm -hmm. They just dropped it, it there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, too. Um, <laughs> or aliens. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> or time love, travel. They love time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many people believe that the money pit is actually a natural formation, and that it is probably a sinkhole. And sinkholes uh, have natural depressions and loose dirt. Uh, it is believed that it is a sinkhole connected to limestone passages and caverns. A uh, number of sinkholes and booby traps are also found on the mainland. And log platforms have been attributed to falling trees periodically washing into sinkholes. Mm. I mean, I'm from Kentucky, and we definitely have a ton of those. Like where all of a sudden the earth just opens up and swallows a section of itself. So it's definitely plausible. Makes sense, too. But why would it get filled back in, you know? Um, I mean... Because he dug in a pretty fresh spot, right? Yeah, but that's... That what, second guy. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the sinkholes do have that loose dirt mm. of a freshly dug pit. So the idea being that all this stuff... They're saying this stuff was just on the surface and got pulled down naturally. Yeah. If you don't believe that there were those flagstones and stuff, mm -hmm. things that said 200 yards below is 200 million or whatever. Well, I mean, you can... <laughs> that I, wasn't the message. Yeah, you can assume <laughs> that maybe flagstones were, again, risen to that point and just it looked like a platform of that. Um, maybe that's the, the same could be said of those logs. But uh, again, they could be attributing strange markings to things that are not there. Because there is no definitive, A, proof of this thing, yeah. and B, translation of this message. Aren't right. there, like, supposedly other, like, markers on the island that correlate to, like, treasure or whatever? Yeah, there is. Uh, again, this is all stuff that you can make a big thing of it, or it could just be natural <laughs> right. formations. Yeah. Uh, but they have what is called Nolan's Cross. Uh, which are these large boulders that are placed in the form of a cross along the island. But the thing is that the boulders are much larger than anything else normally found on the island. Yeah, they're big, big boulders. But, I mean, boulders on an island, that's not an uncommon thing. It's just, it, if you line them up, yeah, this makes a cross. And then, the, then they found other slightly smaller boulders all around that, and they believe that to be um, 
some uh, tree of life or something mm. like that or <laughs> formation. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it is weird that there's huge boulders on an island because, like, boulders come from mountains, right? Yeah. You know, or and geologic it's formations. It's just like a forest. Like, there aren't, there's no, like, hills or anything like that, really. It's a very flat island. Yeah. So the idea being that someone had to bring the boulders there. Sure. Or an alien ship plucked them up and dropped them there <laughs> to be like, remember this spot, Zaxar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back here and party next time we come to Earth. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, that's all the history of Oak Island. I mean, these Laginas are, uh, are making a show on it, and I guess it's in its... Coming into its eighth season at this point. They almost sound like cryptids. Watch out for the Lagina. (laughs) The Lagina will come for you in the night if you're not a good little boy. It's pretty (laughs) crazy because they talk about how much this stuff is costing them to, like, bring in bulldozers and dig new things. They're like, I mean, do you want to spend a million dollars digging a tunnel in that one spot? Right, let's... Like, make sure this is where we want to do it. (laughs) Yeah, because every season it seems like they're spending another million, two million or whatever just to dig another tunnel. And I'm like, how much money are they going to throw into this pit before they find anything of actual value? It's feeding their families with their Discovery show, I imagine. I mean, no, I mean, they're millionaires to begin with. But, I mean, like, that's that's a huge expense. You know, some people would spend that on, Mm -hmm. like... Real estate, there's investing in this. I mean, I, guess. I do know other people have used utilized their services for other treasures. Like they are um, now like known as like the treasure guys. And oh, that's really? kind of cool. Yeah, and okay. so other people are like, oh, like the Civil War treasure that I know about. Like, <laughs> come help us, like treasure hunt for this. Call the Laginas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if they took that on the road, I think I'd enjoy that a little bit more than the actual Curse of Oak Island. Well, I got news for you. Oh, Civil War yeah. gold is a real show. Laginas. <laughs> oh, I was oh, not boy. pulling that out of oh, my ass. Nice. That was the real truth. This whole oh, episode man. brought to you by the History Channel. I know, right? It really <laughs> seems like we're promoting. It. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I love the History Channel. I've been on the history channel a couple times so oh. you guys if you yeah, want to continue it, hiding, i just want to be should. clear they're not paying us to say these yeah. things that's all but you could you yeah you could yeah, be sure. yeah, you would appreciate that pay us we're already we're already saying it yeah. <laughs> i mean we are taking a lot of our mysteries from probably episodes on the history channel yeah especially when i think of ancient aliens yes I'm sure they've talked about the Nazca lines. But that's like Simpsons did it, you know? Like, yeah, they've done sure. it all, so anything <laughs> you do it on, they're going to have done it. So. Yep. It's all about what you bring to it. Like, you know, the little songs that I sing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the characters we do. The weed we tell you to smoke. The jokes that we make. <laughs> High <Yeah>. mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so, By the way, we have a Patreon. It's so true. <laughs> love you to give us some money <laughs> <laughs> there's more episodes and we gotta uh, fund the weed you know yeah it's true it does cost us like uh what would you say it's like 20 bucks every episode the amount of weed we smoke at least oh, i don't at least <laughs> yeah at least if not a, it's not a small eighth you know so like 25 bucks an episode. And that's like, I mean, we get dang prices over here in North Hollywood. Most people be paying $60 an eighth. Yep. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't even want to think about other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that it just pains me. It pains me to think about 
just you know there but for the grace of god i could be I looking at a 60 dollar in eighth future you know on the horizon I, oh i hope not. i hope not too that's when i'm like oh god i i mean hearing that it happens elsewhere it's just i believe for you it just grows yeah, you right. Just yeah, plant it. yeah we're actually are. working on uh, our own plants right now. And so there you go. It's true. There's one that looks really strong. Uh, several of them were killed by the Santa and the winds. Aww. They were just not strong enough. But there's there's a couple that look stronger so, because of the Santa and the winds. There you go. So, there you, know, you go. Right? That's why you plant multiple seeds. <laughs> is that the long and short for today's uh curse of oak island yeah uh like i said it is the first part and what if i think a four-part series i'll be going into more depth on the theories of what could possibly nice. be buried in that pit um because each one is kind of a mystery in and of itself and mm. i really really think i can milk the multiple seasons on the history channel right i mean they keep you uh you know they find uh, yeah just the, just crumblies just enough to keep you satiated yeah they're like is this paper at 121 feet and i'm like oh man how do they find that where that going there? Just show me a full word or a sentence or something, and I would be just blown away. Well, I mean, who's to say what this next season holds? Yeah. Do they ever talk about anything that they find that's not like a mystery? Like, do they yes. ever talk about like fossils or anything cool like that? No, they, no, they mainly just blown. like yeah, or like stuff that they know <laughs> for a fact is like from like someone else looking for shit like it's mm -hmm. not no it's not treasure it's just like random garbage left from other people or whatever yeah gotcha. this, this last season when they dug up those flood tunnels that was a pretty awesome moment for me because they actually had to uh dam up the whole cove and they just dug and sure enough there were actual tunnels of like wood and rocks as they described like five fingers going to the same channel. And I was, because that was like something that they could not prove. They just had written word of it, you know? Yeah. And so when they found that, I'm like, what the fuck? How did, why was that built? Right. Who built that? <laughs> that definitely uh, leads how? more to like yeah. booby trap at yeah. that point. Like, unless it's, it's just like a giant, it was an outhouse at one point. Or like, I uh, feel like it could be just, you know, um, a tunnel leading to the, the, tunnel the like a caveway leading to the tunnel because you got to figure they're digging deep they need to have that like halfway point so that people can climb out instead of climbing up out of the tunnel. but then why the coconut fibers yeah to so, keep them clear right yeah so you don't have the, <sighs> but you and they're not big enough for people to go in and out oh that's right yeah they did oh so it's not like you could have like ditched your i was thinking maybe it was like an escape for pirates like they're bearing down on us. Go to the tunnels. <laughs> no, but oh, I mean, it's not big enough for people. It could be the Menehune. That's true. Oh, the Menehune. Definitely big North enough American for the presence. Yes. <laughs> they, too, wanted to traverse the world. Hey, we're the North American Menehune. No, we're the Hawaiian Menehune. Oh, boy. This is a recipe for a sitcom. This <laughs> summer. ABC. Which minehune is my minehune? 
well, that's all for this mystery, for High Mystery. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And remember, John Dunn said no man is an island, unless you're talking about the Isle of Man, in which case only that one island is a man, but only that one. Or an island. Yes. Good night. <laughs> There's an episode of the X-Men animated series called No Mutant is an Island. I just want you guys to know that.